There's no way to, I mean, we can't test the gravity of it now. We can only test the taste. The only way to do it is to do it. The only way to do it is to do it. Yeah. yeah. A wise and great poet once said that the only way to do it is to do it. Hi, I'm Marco Duke. <laughs> Welcome to the One Beer In Podcast. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Because a great poet said to do it. No. Hey, seriously. What's did, up? Did you clap? No, it's okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll see where it doesn't feel right without the clap. <laughs> oh, well. I, phrasing, I guess. <laughs> you, you guys are going to see the clap now. It's like <laughs> it's like starting a movie with the click with uh, the yeah, thing. Yeah. And people are going to be like, wait, are we supposed to see that part? The, the clapper. Yeah, the clapper. Clap on. Wait, it's clap on, clap off, clap on, clap off. The clapper. <laughs> we have claps are all over the place. Okay. We got some claps. Let's do this, guys. My name is Marco Dupa. That guy right there is the great and powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Bruce Hees? What's on tap for tonight? Wait, first, the beer that we're drinking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A special one. Oh, it's a special guy. Oh, she's a special ass. We grabbed something from out the... <laughs> the vault. <laughs> from out the... I don't know why I went there. From out the vault. <clears throat> it's the Lost Barrels Volume 1 from the mythical Red Cypress Brewery. If you're a local, you'll know what's up with this brewery. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Obi's going to tell you a little bit more about that after sure will. the break. Sure will. What's on tap for tonight... We got a little uh, mini episode of Trailer Trash. Trailer Trash! With uh, Miller's Girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to probably have a lot to say about that. Yep. And A24's Civil War. Yeah. Not to be confused with uh, Avengers Civil War. Yeah. What else do we got? What else do we got? Uh, we, speaking of movies, uh, we also have Dwayne The Rock Johnson in what may be, as some have said, his first Real ass movie, Dwayne. It's uh, it's called some the machine something. Can I can I say ass? Can I say ass this early or is it? I think I think that's fine. Yeah. I mean, is that all right? Yeah. Is that are you guys okay with that? Seems seems fine to me. There is a name for the movie. Is there now? Yeah, there is a title for it. Okay, all right. Deadline has the title. Well, let's see here. I'll look it up. But okay. Uh, and then uh, last but not least, we're gonna talk a little bit about. The Tesla recall, if you weren't aware, Tesla has recalled every single vehicle sold in the United States so far uh, for software and hardware updates, namely surrounding the autopilot. And I'm sure you guys uh, can see where we're going with <laughs> this. All that and probably, probably that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. let's crack this baby open and let's get rocking into this episode 410 of the One Beer In podcast. And it, um, the, the, the head immediately is dead. Gone. It's gone. Look at that. Gone. Nothing. See ya. Wouldn't want to be a Automatopia. Ha ha. 
Perfect. Perfect. <coughs> All right. Down the hatch. Under the tongue and through the teeth. Wait, what is it? Through the lips and under the tongue and... Here to grandmother's go. house we go. <laughs> mm. Wow. Mm. <laughs> well, I think it was under the gum, through the lips. Under the go. gum? How's it going under the gum? <laughs> I don't remember, man. I don't remember. It was... <laughs> it doesn't matter. This is the One Marion Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and we see where that one brew takes us. As I said, I'm Marco Dupa. Mm, That's mm -hmm, Adam Obesius mm -hmm, Rodriguez. And uh, let's talk about the beer. Okay. What are we drinking, Obi? Uh, this is the Red Cypress Brewery RIP. RIP. Uh, Lost Barrels Volume 1. Uh, the beer is called The Slice. It comes in, or it came in. We don't know what it's sitting at right now, but it came in at a 10% ABV. Uh, it was barrel-aged in Elijah Craig single-barrel bourbon barrels. Bourbon and barrel. for a description here on the bottle, it says, Bourbon barrel-aged German chocolate cupcake imperial milk stout. Um, this, the Lost Barrels series, if you're not familiar... Uh, was coming out through Hourglass Brewing. So they were able to continue a little bit of the legacy of Red Cypress Brewery, which went out of business, sadly, uh, a few years back. So that's sort of the history behind this bad boy. Uh, we picked up the first volume because we were both pretty big fans of Red Cypress back in the day. Yeah, for, I had to know we were going to do this. I would have worn my Red Cypress hat. Oh, yeah. In remembrance. You can go back a little. I have it. It's real. <laughs> it's there. I really have it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a little, uh, I guess, a little ghost of Christmas past mm. coming back for us. And, uh, yeah, I mean, doesn't taste spoiled. No. So I think we're, I think we're good. I think we're, we're clear here. Chocolate cupcake imperial milk stout. Yeah. Ugh, goodness gracious. It's a lot. Yeah. It's yeah. Pretty, it's pretty. Uh, it's like a. It's pretty. Like deep, deserty, intense, yeah, mm -hmm. like very decadent, yeah, flavor. yeah, yeah. Reminds so. me of like a uh, a, 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 a German chocolate cake. Isn't that what it is? Bourbon barrel aged German chocolate cupcake. <laughs> the ten percent is working, folks. Well, that explains it. That would explain it. That was a genuine reaction, though, so they, they nailed it. Hey, hey, save it. I know, save not, not to ruin it. it, but I think they, uh, they're they on to something there. All right. Okay. So this is uh, 410. We got our beer out the way. Let's get our topics out the way. Yeah. Let's yeah. start with some trailer trash. Trailer trash. So, really uh, need that soundboard. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. We know. I'm, I'm, I, I got it. Okay. I got it. In the new year. Yeah promise you we'll have that going new year new sounds new year new sounds mm -hmm. and some old sounds some classics oh yeah we we'll need some we'll bring some classics back yeah it's been a while this this movie <clears throat> i wasn't aware of this until until you posted until mm -hmm. you until you made me aware of it yeah i didn't know this was a thing well the trailer just dropped today oh it did yeah okay so you all weren't aware of it either so in your face you yeah. didn't know what do you you didn't yeah. know are you reading variety right a deadline yeah 
anybody who's like on top of it like that much, it's like if you're not in the industry, it's weird. It's weird bit. to read stuff like that. A little bit, a little bit. Get a life. Yeah, listen to us instead. Yeah, wait like a week. Listen to us. Exactly. You want to you hear about the stuff that's on the forefront of news? A week after? It's on the forefront? It's, we're right here. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Miller's Girl stars Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. And Jenny Ortega. Old Jenny Ortega. Do you want to give uh, the tagline, I guess? the uh, Do they even have a tagline? Um, the premise? The tagline is coming soon. <laughs> that's all it says. <laughs> Uh, I'll give you the premise uh, via Wikipedia. It's nice and short and sweet. Uh, a creative writing assignment yields <coughs> complex results between a teacher and his talented student. That's it. And if you know who Martin Freeman is and Jenny Ortega is, then you kind of can make a, a leap. It is Jenna. It's, Jenna? It's what Jenna. am I saying? Jenny? You're saying Jenny. Jenny? I said I say, Jenny Ortega? I say Jenny often. Yeah. By, it just rolls off the tongue better than Jenny Ortega. Than Jenna, Jenna, I'm sorry, Jenna Ortega. Yeah, yeah it does because it doesn't. Jenna Ortega, you gotta, you gotta make a yeah, move yeah. there. Jenny yeah. Ortega is one Jenny. word. Jenny's Jenny easier. Ortega. Yeah, yeah. Jenna Ortega. I apologize um, if you're watching this. So she plays an 18 year old student. Yeah, he plays whose name is by the way, Ky- Cairo Sweet. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> What are you, a, 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 a Kingdom Hearts character? Cairo, Cairo Sweet? Sweet. Is yes. that, did she make that up? Couldn't tell you. Uh, Couldn't tell you. This is an A24 movie? No, it's oh, not. Okay. It's produced apparently no, by... No, Civil War is A24. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's produced apparently by um, Seth Rogen, at least partially. So, And Evan Goldberg. So. Oh, so their production company is involved in this. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So let's talk about the trailer. Um... Yeah, uh, I mean, I think you <laughs> off off mic. You kind of hit the nail on the head for how I'm feeling about this. It's kind of like I don't know how we're supposed to feel about this. <laughs> like it, the the tone is very weird. Yeah, because uh, it comes off as like a erotic thriller, mm-hmm. but obviously, like the relationship that we're supposed to be kind of viewing in this movie is inherently messed up right like so the the, the 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 way that the trailer now again this is all just conjecture from the trailer trailer trash what trailer baby. trash is yeah. yeah so don't get on our backs if we're like if you're like that's not what the movie's about like that's what this trailer looks like yeah it looks like an erotic thriller sure it looks like uh with like with the music and the and and the way that the trailer's edited is that we're supposed we are supposed to find jenna ortega sexy mm-hmm and we're supposed to be like, um, like uh, interested in this dynamic in a way, in in an in an erotic way. Yeah. You know, like it. That's just what. That's just how it looks. And I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. What, yeah. What? What? Because like some stuff, like things that are taboo as far as like power dynamics and things like that, um, can still be sexy even though they're inappropriate uh as far as like the dynamics are concerned yeah, like the graduate or something yeah yeah mm-hmm. but like this movie looks like it's intended to bank off of you know this the the, the inappropriate relationship between like a teacher like first of all the power dynamic between a teacher and a student and then also 
the fact that like she's 18 she says it in the trailer so yeah, we know exactly yeah, yeah. how old she is sure and she also mentions like uh, what is an adult right you know so it's like clearly they're playing with the idea of a, a both a power and an age dynamic yeah thing um but it's it's all like the entire tone of the trailer i was expecting it to kind of shift midway through and be like something is awry here like something right. goes wrong but it maintains this just like again like erotic thriller that tone that we're supposed to be into it feels like like yeah. we're supposed to i don't know like get it it it, it feels like we're supposed to kind of get martin freeman's Right, position right. Here. we're supposed to be on his side as far as like, yeah, man, that eighteen-year-old is hot. Because we're it, the way that the trailer don't don't, don't take that out of context. <laughs> the way that the way the trailer is is presented, and this may be different for the movie itself, but it's very much through the teacher's point of view. You know, yeah. we get it from him. We don't get much from her side. Yeah. Other than her saying like, yeah, I'm I'm hot for teacher, man. You know, like yeah. that's essentially all she says throughout this entire trailer. Pretty much. And she's like super smart. Like, her only motivation seems to be that she's witty and yeah. that she wants to fuck Martin Freeman. Sure. That's it. She reads real fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She went through those books really quickly. Yeah. It's like, what a, what a tired and played out bit. Alfred, yeah. yeah. Oh, you, you, you read all these books? Incredible. How'd you do that? That doesn't make her smart. No, no. She means she has a good reading ability. It doesn't sure. make her smart. Reading fast doesn't make you smart. Yeah, you can read a ton of shit fast. That's why I tell myself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I read real slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, it's all right. You can read slow. It's okay, yeah. Nobody's going to blame you for that. Blame your parents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do, every day. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just think, at least for how this first peak of how this movie is going to go, uh, presents itself. It it's just kind of weird. Yeah, it's weird. But I I I do want to give it some benefit of the doubt and feel like they're hiding a major twist. Yeah, something, and something ha there has to be more. To there's got to be. It can't then. just be like a romance between these two characters, right? Like, or or not even like a romance. It seems like the trailer didn't show anything happening between them. Yeah. So it does seem like it. You know, honestly, even worse. It it seems like he he rejects her advances, yeah, yeah, yeah. even though he's into it. Sure, maybe he, she becomes like a stalker or something. Right, that's what or... it looks like—a single white female kind of thing. Right, right. And I don't know if that's better or worse. Like, obviously, the dynamic of them having an actual sordid affair yeah. is taken out. Hopefully, um, or or if it's not taken out, then like, what what uh what are we what are we trying to what are we trying to say with this movie? Like, what is the message that like that is an inappropriate relationship like yeah do we need to see it yeah i don't know if we need to see i don't know if this movie i guess i shouldn't say any movie is unnecessary but i don't really i don't get it is what i'm saying mm. i don't get it right now i'm yeah. gonna have to unfortunately i would need to see the movie sure to get it and sure. uh i just don't see myself watching this movie <laughs> so yeah i mean uh, kind of same unless it comes out with like crazy good reviews and yeah you know it yeah creates a buzz. rave reviews and sure yeah i will say this i have said it before i've said it on this show i think mm. martin mm. freeman one of the best american accents oh in yeah, yeah. Hollywood. for sure i think yeah. he absolutely nails it because you know the thing is you see all these people talking about how good brits are at the american mm -hmm. accent and yeah. i for one don't 
think that for a second. Yeah. There's many of them who I'm like, that's a terrible American accent. They're not good. They are not good as good as uh, the internet would lead you to believe it's, some of these actors I, are. And I'm going to say why that's such a cliche. Mm. It's because Americans are so bad at British accents mm-hmm. that it makes them look inherently like way better than they actually are. Right. You know? Right. So if it's like a passable accent, you're like, wow, they're so good. Yeah. They're not. Not really. But Martin Mo- Freeman Most of the good. time, yeah. Martin, Martin, Martin Freeman really good. kills it, yeah. I think he's I great. had a list. Daniel Kaluuya is really good. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I honestly didn't. Too. I had no idea he was English. So it's most people who, who didn't see uh, Attack the Block. Yeah. Um, Boyega's is pretty good. Johnny yeah, Boyega's yeah, yeah, good. yeah, 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 uh, yeah. It comes yeah, out yeah, a little yeah. bit sometimes, but for the most part, I think it's anybody who's really Cockney. Oh, the ones who are the worst. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, because that accent is so strong. Yeah. You know, it's like asking like someone with a thick New York accent. Yeah. To try to do a Cockney accent right. correctly, you right. know. Um, what are you talking about? I do both. Great. <laughs> uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale's pretty good. But he just talks weird. Yeah, he, he just talks. Yeah, he has his yeah. own like. He sounds like Christian Bale. He doesn't sound like any American I've he, ever heard. The 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 crux of Christian Bale's problem with his accent is that he tends to overpronounce yeah. a little bit. Yeah, you know. And that's and 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 that's what um. I mean, his like Batman. His Bruce Wayne's good, but as historically has been um, made the case. Over the course of the three movies, his accent just got more insane. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then he just, his teeth are too big for his mouth, and so he talks through his teeth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Gary yeah, Oldman's he, is pretty good. He looks like a lisp. Yeah. Gary, Gary Oldman, really yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, Gary Oldman's is actually great. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Daniel Day-Lewis's is pretty good. Of course, I mean, I mean it's what, Daniel what can he not do? It's a DDL, you know what I mean? Besides be bad in a movie. Right. Right. Can't do that. But what Brits have a really good American accent? Oh, uh, uh, I mean, I'm uh, sorry. The other way, other way around. It. Yeah. What Americans have really good British? Scratch accents. that. Reverse it. All right. Natalie Portman's I think is pretty good. Although I never, you know what? Let me not even go down this because I, how the fuck would I know? I think <laughs> that they're it's, good. It sounds right. It sounds right, right to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm not even. Well, I think that. that's a much harder question to answer anyway. So like, I'd have to. I think to... we're experts on American accents. Yeah. I think I can tell yeah, you yeah. 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 Which ones? I can spot him, man. I can hear him. I, yeah. I love to play this game. I love to play this game. I was watching something the other day, and I was like, that guy sounds Welsh, and he's supposed to be an American. I was like, uh-huh. that dude's Welsh. I know it. Yeah. And I Googled it, and I was right. He's fucking Welsh. Well, oh, it was... Uh, Christian Bale. No. <laughs> it was Ma. I was watching Ma. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't, don't even ask. All right. We we just stumbled upon it, and we were yeah. like, yeah, fuck it. We just want to watch some silly movie. And, and one of the actors in it, uh, he's one of the dads in the movie. And I was like, he's supposed to be, and uh, he's supposed to be country. Oh, he's talking. He's kind of country, and I'm like, he sounds Welsh. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> and I googled it, and I was right. I'm like, these fucking guys yeah. are not as good, man. Yeah. They're not. They're not as good as they think. Yeah. I used to think uh, Dominic West was really good, mm, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but now, now that I've heard more of him speak, I'm just like, he's not that good. Oh, uh, the the Doctor House. Oh, Hugh Laurie is Hugh Laurie. fantastic. Yes, but he also, he also just kind of sounds like Hugh Laurie, though. He has like his Doctor House kind, very, very, uh, yeah, very deliberate, yeah, very. So I guess to be fair, I haven't heard him do an American accent that isn't Doctor House. So right, he'd have to prove it again if, yeah, if he actually did something else. Um, Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
uh, fuck, what is that kid's name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marvel heads right here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> These guys. No, no, but Andrew Garfield's is pretty good, too, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, it's okay. It's not as good as um, New Kid. Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Yeah. yeah Mr. Not Zendaya. Not as good as Tom Holland. You know whose is really bad? Mm. And I love the guy. Love him with all my heart. Mm. As as much as you can have a parasocial relationship sure. with uh, with somebody you've never met. Tom Hardy. Love Tom Hardy, but his American um, accent's not good. Yeah. He sounds terrible in Venom. He doesn't sound American at all. I mean, Venom in general is terrible, so. That's true, but, yeah, you know. Fits. Fits, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, to the trailer, I'm calling it trash. <laughs> yeah. It didn't compel me in a way that I was like, I need to see this movie. Maybe that's the subject matter. I don't really watch a lot of erotic thrillers anyway. Sure. So this didn't really like rise above the any any movie that I feel necessary to watch. Mm. I mean, I think Jenna Ortega is a good actress, and yeah. I love Martin Freeman. Yeah. So yeah. like, they're both actors that... You know, I great, respect great and leads. like and want to see. Yeah, it's a yeah. good choice, but I, I don't know. Just nothing about it. Not now. This teaser just didn't teaser just didn't do anything for me. The I have to agree with you, and again, I have to just hearken back to the tone, just feeling confusing. So yeah, yeah, I give it a trash as well. Another I, before we move on, I want to say another point of contention, and the reason why I even I know you're going to bring up another actor who has a good. Accent. <laughs> We've moved on, Adam. I have to. <laughs> Uh, no. Uh, Before uh, we get away from this, okay, <laughs> I just got to. I just got to let you guys know. Um, no, the 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 reason why I even brought this up to begin with was because I saw a tweet about it, mm. uh, and it was about actually like the final frame of this trailer. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess and that is pretty okay. Essentially, it gave a uh, content warning yeah. at the end with a link to for more information, and uh, the the tweet uh, in question here basically was like why are we doing this right, like right. why why is it necessary to have this link that yeah. like essentially gives a trigger warning and uh, I thought that was really interesting because I've never seen that before at the end of a trailer yeah and I'm not into it I, yeah I was gonna I was gonna say what what do you think about that moving forward not into it I hope that this is not something that becomes a thing I the trigger warning is the rating at the beginning of the trailer. Sure, sure. Read, read that. It says sexual content, inappropriate language, violence, sexual violence. It tells you yeah. what you're about to watch. Sure. I don't need something at the end to be like, what, 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 for what? In this movie, what, 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 what articles about inappropriate relationships? Like, yeah, yeah. Telling people how they're supposed to feel about this content? And the, the, weird, the weirdest part of it is that the link doesn't even... The link to the site, the site itself doesn't give you much more insight. It just gives you links to, like, you know, different charities and groups that are around, like, sexual crimes and things like that. It just seems like a, it just seems like a, we know what, we know what we're addressing. We know what we're talking about. But, hey, listen, this is, you know, we get it, but, but it's not that kind of movie. I think it's a, I think it's just a, a. A new cover your ass. That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. so it's like, please don't cancel us. Right. Like we, we we're aware. We're aware of yeah. what we're doing, and and here are the like the charities and like the organizations yeah. to let that you know. That doesn't like, feel. Like, can you imagine good. doing a movie about like police violence and sure. then, and the Holocaust? Then, yeah, and then and then at the we're, end, we're it's just like, saying a bunch of words that are going to get this shadow <laughs> banned. So. <laughs> 
Which even that's fucked up. Yeah, it sucks. This whole thing it sucks. Is fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, I, I'm not a fan of that either. I really hope that they. Um, I don't want them to face any backlash, but I hope people just resist the. Well, they already are. I mean, that tweet alone. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, is that, doing numbers yeah. to how I know about this movie to begin with. Yeah. Um, I agree. I I wouldn't have a problem with it being at the beginning of the movie to be like content warning. In case you're going into this blind and don't really understand what you're about to watch, <clears throat> there's some stuff going on. I'd be okay with that, but I think in, in advertising it, it's just a little too much. I mean, a trigger warning at the beginning of a trailer, like I said, is already in the... It's already in I the I mean, rating. at the beginning of the movie. I don't, I don't think that they should do that. Okay. I don't think there should be something in the beginning of the movie that's... Well, okay, hold on. Let me take that back. Because they've already done that before. It's not like this is new territory. Movies have done that before sure, where sure. they're like, you know... Viewer discretion is advised. Well, they, they do this that, is what you're about to see. They do that retroactively a lot now. Yeah. For like, you know, old ass movies with racist characters. Yeah, as. yeah. We've talked about that on the show. Yeah. Uh, like HBO doing that with like, mm-hmm. um, um, what was that movie? Gone yeah, with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. Disney. Like that. Yeah, Disney. Disney jumping in and being like, just so you know, this is what you're about to watch. <laughs> so different time. There's I, some stereotypes. I don't. I don't really, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't rock with that. Yeah, I don't rock with the trigger warning in the beginning. I think people should inform themselves about what they're. You go into a movie blind, and then at the end of it, you're like, I can't believe. It's like that's on you, man. Sure, sure. There, I mean, and that's the thing too is there are websites out there that give you trigger warnings essentially. Like there's there's tons of reviews that are yeah specifically focused on certain things that may trigger you. Um, I mean, there's even like a jump scare website that's like, if <laughs> this this movie yeah, gets there is a jump scare website gets this right. many scaries out of ten or yeah. whatever. Oh, well, you know, now I'm thinking about it. I guess I don't know. I'm I, now I'm starting to feel conflicted about this because, mm-hmm. like, on the one hand, it doesn't doesn't really hurt the movie. I guess it doesn't really hurt my viewing experience. I don't, it doesn't matter well, it does, to me. It tips the hand a little bit, you know. Like it, it, does. it lets you know where we're going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, if you've seen the trailer, you kind of the get trailer tips the hand idea. too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, the same thing as watching the trailer. Sure, but then the trailer should be enough. So that's where I'm kind of conflicted. Yeah. Like you watch yeah. the trailer and you're like, if that looks like a movie that would trigger you, if you've been in a similar situation or mm-hmm. find that uh, incredibly inappropriate, sure. then don't watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. But you can't watch the trailer and be like, maybe I'll go check it out. And then then you get to the theater and you get another trigger warning and you're like. Like really kind of drives the point home. <laughs> Maybe I'll stick around. Yeah, and then you watch the whole movie. Goes. Yeah, and then you go to Twitter and you're like, I can't believe what I just watched. Like, yeah, no, man, yeah. no, that's not. Yeah, yeah. That's on you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't mind it. But that being said, I, I would prefer not. Don't care for it. I prefer. I guess not. I don't mind it. I don't care. Yeah. For yeah. 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 Anywho. Next trailer. Yeah. Yeah, A24's yeah. next big movie, and obviously this is like one of their first forays into what they had alluded to mm. uh, a couple months ago when they were talking about how they want to get into bigger budget yeah. action set piece kind of movies. That's what this looks like. Civil War by Alex Garland. Yep. Uh, the writer of such fare as Ex Machina. Director, too. Oh, didn't know he directed it. Mm-hmm. Did say he wrote 28 Days Later, so that's cool. Yes, he did. He's wrote 28 Days Later. He's wrote, been nailing it for a long time. He's a talented guy. Yeah. Annihilation as well. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Annihil- yeah, yeah. Annihilation's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, 
this is uh well i don't know what do you think give us give us the uh the tagline or the premise of this one uh okay so let me see here okay well we're we're in a stage here where apparently Posters don't have taglines anymore. Uh, but according to Wikipedia, the premise is the United States stands on the brink of civil war in a near future setting. That's it. That's it. Very tight. That's dumb. Very tight premise. Uh, sure. Whatever. Yeah. They don't really know. That's wiki. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. We, uh, I mean, we have a star studded cast here. Kirsten Dunst. Uh, Jesse Plemons. <laughs> her, her husband. Mm. Uh, and that's about it. For Star studded. And Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, but a lot of, you know, other folks that I'm sure are great actors in their own right that I just don't recognize. Um, but but. Uh, this has been in the works for a while now. And I find it interesting to be coming out during an election year. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, I've already seen some because you know it. It is uh, it's a bit a bit of uh, departure from what we've seen Alex Garland do in the past, which is very sci-fi oriented. This feels much more like, I mean, no pun intended, but boots on the ground and uh, anchored in a kind of a scary amount of reality. <laughs> yeah. So I. Uh Funny that the tagline is super vague because the trailer is kind of vague. Watching it, and you're watching all these like big set pieces. You have to like pick up on little things they're saying, and yeah, but it just kind of looks like uh, any other, you know, run of the mill White House down. Yeah, yeah. I kind of just was like, it's not called White House down. <laughs> what what oh. was it? <laughs> no, no, wait. It's it's called a, it is called White House Down. Is it? There's Olympus has fallen. That's there, that's what it White is. House I thought I was getting the two merged together. No, yeah. No, oh, it's it's, two, it's two that dumb. dumb. Yeah. It's that dumb. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it does kind of evoke that. Yeah. <laughs> but but also, I I think this this feels a bit meaner. Yeah. You know, like yeah. more dire. It feels darker. It doesn't feel like. A Michael Bay like romp. It feels like it's trying to say something. And uh, sorry, I'm getting excited. Man, you're just getting close. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I think that may turn a lot of people off from it. Actually, yeah. It just seems it seems really dark. Like uh, these kinds of movies. I don't know who they're for. Yeah. You know. I mean, dads usually, but but the dads are watching like. They're the, the the dads nowadays are the are the people who are going to cheer for the Jesse Plemons character. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that's, I think I think that's and you know, I'm not trying to be hyperbolic here, but watching the trailer, I thought it looked good and interesting, and it's a movie I would be interested in watching just based on Alex Garland's talent alone. His track record's great, um, but I couldn't help but feel like, is it going to be safe to watch this movie in theaters? You know, like what do you mean? Because I feel like it's going to be incendiary in a way, one way or the other. You know, like either uh, extremists are going to see it and be like, "Hell yeah, brother, that I, I like that shit," <laughs> or they're going to see it and be like, "Oh, they're they're saying all conservatives are treasonous and and you know uh, can't be trusted," or right, you know, or or they're going to latch onto the anti-government thing that you kind of see that's hinted at in the trailer. 
I, like, I don't know which way this is going to go, <laughs> but it feels like in this day and age, I don't trust the general public to see this movie with a clear head well, and just see it as entertainment. That you know? sucks because, like, that's just war movies in general nowadays. Sure. If oh, it's yeah. not something that's based in the past that, you know, is based on real historical things, that even and even that is like, that's not how it happened. Yeah. Nowadays, if you're going to make a modern war movie or a postmodern war movie, but you're going to like make allusions to what's actually happening in society today, yeah. I really think that you can just make a movie based on what's actually happening today instead of doing this like I think it's kind of a uh, I think it's kind of a cheap move to make a movie where it's where you're like this is in the in the near but in in the near future. Mm-hmm. This is what's happening. Sure. But then everything that's happening in the movie is what's happening right now. You know what I'm saying? Other than obviously uh, uh, a civil war. Yeah. <laughs> But if, and if, Nick Offerman is if, present. If you're one of these people who's like, the Civil War is, is right around the corner, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not going to watch it and think like, well, I mean, I guess you could watch it and be like, see, that's what I'm talking about. Mm. That's what's, that's what's going to happen. And it's yeah. like, it's, it, it's not going to happen. But then I think, I think what is happening currently, today, is interesting enough to make a movie about than to uh, pretend like you're doing this kind of hands-off. Like, I'm not talking about QAnon. Right. I'm talking about being on. You know what I'm saying? It's like this, <laughs> yeah. like... You know, hey, hey, listen, guys, I'm not, it's not about you guys. I'm just saying, like, allegorically, yeah. it could be about this person or this sure, person. Sure. It's like, make it just vague enough that you can kind of fill in the blanks and, yeah. Yeah, don't be a coward. Just make the movie about who you want to make the movie about. Well, that's the thing is, like, I feel like you, you could, I was going to say you can't do that. You could do that. But I feel like that wouldn't work. Because it, first of all, we'd be too close to it. Secondly, but we're too close to this. This is like that's exactly my point. Like even this is too far, or could too be too close. Too close, man. Too close, man. I, I, that, that's my point, though. Is like you get any closer by saying like, you know, this is President Trump. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> or, hey, or President the, Trump. This is President Biden. Uh, oh, Biden. That'd be cool. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, if you make it any closer to reality, one way or the other, President Trump, it, I think it, I think it just is. It's, it'd be too much for everyone. They've got the soldiers. They're coming in. <laughs> they're taking over our news stations. They're gonna take them all. That's what I'm telling you. So I think, and this, this, ver- this, uh, you know, could be the case with the movie because obviously we're just watching the trailer here. Unless the ultimate story here is like. Americans coming together to, you know, reunite as one against an oppressive force or something. Eh. Some rah rah, you know, like let's all get back together kind of thing, which would seem weird for A24. And Alex Garland, I mean, he, he he never does really anything that's kind of as cliche and cookie cutter as that. Yeah. Um I I don't know if it's going to like I just don't I I am very interested to see this movie <laughs> but i'm also a little afraid of how the american public is going to take it is what i'm saying <clears throat> i'll be honest with you man other than alex garland's name being attached to this i'm not interested in this at all mm. he's the only reason that i'm thinking there <clears throat> there has to be more yeah because if if i just watched this trailer and i didn't know who the writer director was yeah I would go, that movie looks... Yeah. Yeah. So he's the only reason. So 
Uh, Not Jesse Plemons? I do like Jesse Plemons. He's great. How can that be benef- uh, yeah. uh, uh, financially? He's got those red sunglasses on. Are you kidding me? Red free uh, Yeah, given, given all of that, I'm going to have to call it trash, brother. Mm, I'm going to mm, have to call it mm, trash. Because mm, mm. okay. if you told me that Alex Garland was making a movie about a modern civil war, I'd go, ooh. Yeah. But watching that trailer, I'm like, meh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I got to go trash. All right. I got to go trash. I'm going to say not trash because it did make me curious, mm-hmm. uh, which is, I think, kind of the least the trailer can do for you. So yeah, I'm going to do a hint of not trash. <laughs> a hint. A little a whiff. A little, uh, a little, a little whiff. whiff. A little whiff of not trash. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll, see. we'll see how it goes. I am curious. That and I, was not trash. I trust Alex Garland. I unfortunately don't trust in the American people to handle this movie civilly. <laughs> yeah, which is... <laughs> Which is unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. That that that's where we're getting with with modern pop culture m- movie. Yeah. Well, because it's it's in everything, man. It's affecting everything. Nothing can nothing can be discussed in a in a mature way. Nothing I mean, can be consumed in a in a mature way. Everything is one thing or the other. Well, we were just talking about the GTA Six trailer that people are already calling woke. Yeah. Because it has a, a female protagonist. Yeah. Um, that wasn't happening when it first came out. Now that that yeah. stuff is kind of come rushing in mm-hmm. now after the fact. Yeah. Um, I just saw some tweet about how people, I guess I can't remember. Some actor posted his top four movies. You know how Letterbox does. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was movies that that nobody had heard of on TikTok, and okay. and it was it was a screenshot of all these comments of people saying like, why can't they just pick like regular movies? And the tweet, the retweet was basically like, we've gotten so far into... From like, God's light. <laughs> basically. So far into like anti-intellectualism yeah. that like even it, people are now mistaking the fact that like you haven't heard of a movie doesn't mean that that person is trying to be a douchebag about having seen that movie and and is like being pretentious because sure, they've seen sure. foreign movies. Yeah, it's yeah. like saying Kurosawa is your favorite director right. and then the next person's like who the what you oh you like Japanese movies. <laughs> it's like, "Hey, listen man, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just telling you that these are good yeah, movies. What you I don't like. have to get angry about it." And some of the comments were like, "Why can't they just say regular movies like Hot Tub Time?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What are you talking about? You can't be serious." That's great. It's one thing to not have seen every movie from every director sure, ever. And sure. people who get all uppity about the fact that you haven't seen certain movies, sure. But it's a whole other thing to be like, watch regular movies like Horrible Bosses. Like, <laughs> come on, man. You can be you can be better than that. You yeah, deserve yeah, yeah. better than that. Sure, sure, sure. That You can watch Horrible well, Bosses and enjoy that movie. That can't be your favorite Hey, man, movie. I mean... Or it can be your favorite yeah, movie, yeah, but don't I'll, get mad at other people who like... <laughs> Other like who like stuff that you deem pretentious. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was going to say, don't like, watch those kinds of movies. Like what you like, man. Like no one's trying to yuck your yum, but at the same time, yuck your yum. I'll yuck your yum I'll all yuck day. Your yum. You bring I'm, your yum here. I'm gonna I'm, yuck. I'm, it. I'm here yucking that I'm yum. Yucking that yum. I'll be your yuckleberry. Oh, yuckleberry Finn. Yeah, I'm here, mm. yuckleberry. Uh, so I think it's fine to like what you like, but. 
Just because somebody likes something that you don't even know about doesn't make them pretentious. Okay? Yeah. It's okay. okay. You don't have to be defensive. It's all right. Okay. It's all right. Okay. You, you might learn something. You might find your new favorite movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Be open ah. to it, baby. That's all I'm saying. Speaking of new favorite movies, this A24 movie with Dwayne the Rock Dwayne. Jackson. Dwayne. Jackson. Johnson. Jackson. Could, I don't know, could be the new... Dwayne The Rock Johnson favorite movie, Ooh. depending on what kind of performance he delivers. Yes, I did find the, the title for this movie. Which is? Uh, you were so close. The Smashing Machine. The Smashing Machine. Yeah. It was Smashing. Must smash. Not The Machine. That's a very different movie. The Smashing Machine. Yeah. Yeah. Or The uh, the Machinist. Yeah. Yeah. Another one. Yeah. Or Machina, Ex Machina is also... Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Uh huh. Um, trying to think of more. Machine. The Time Machine. The Time. Uh, hot Tub Time Machine. Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, of course. Hmm. Mm. I saw the machine, the Burt Kreischer movie. Did you? Horrendous. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what were you expecting? I don't want to talk about. Okay. It. The <clears throat> Smashing Machine. Yeah. A24, Ben Safdie? Uh, yes, Benny Safdie. The Safdie brothers are splitting up a little bit. And they are. Like their own, their own thing. I, look, man, I, I am, I'm all for it. They yeah. can divide and conquer. I like the Safdies, dude. I do. I do. I think they're doing, they're doing well. I'll say this. This is, this is exactly what I was talking about with the Civil War trailer, wherein... Two brothers look, split up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You look at all... Of the players involved, and on paper, this reads like it should be a good movie. Yeah. I've never thought that The Rock was a bad actor. I always thought that he was a lazy actor. Mm, mm. He phones it in in almost everything that he does, and it's because he can't. Yeah. Handsome, charismatic, star power that would block out the sun. Yeah. Of course, they're just going to ask this guy to be like, you know, Captain Charisma. Yeah. And and not really do any heavy lifting. I'm just surprised that The Rock has for so long been happy with that. You know, I always thought that he had bigger ambitions as an actor. The way that Dave Batista talks about acting, yeah. and the way that he talks about being perceived as an actor and not a uh wrestler turned actor mm-hmm. or a wrestling actor. They are polar opposites as yeah. far as uh acting goes. I just always thought that The Rock cared more. I mean, I know that his first couple of roles were terrible, but he's done stuff in in his career where I'm like, there it is. Yeah. There he's doing something weird. Mm-hmm. He's doing something funny. He's doing something that doesn't paint him in the best light. And those are the kind of movies, those are interesting. But he, guy, I mean, he hasn't done that in the past, like, probably five years. Yeah, probably longer. I mean, the, the last interesting thing that he did was probably... Was probably... Fast Five, and not the movie wasn't interesting. I love the movie. I'm not yeah, saying it. I'm, yeah, sure. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah, the yeah. choice was interesting for him to play His role basically as the, the villain. Heel, yeah, and not even like the like he was a like a cop, like like a piece of shit, like mm-hmm. one of those like gung ho. And he's going after the heroes of the movie sure. for three quarters of it until yeah. it gets to the end and does what every Fast Furious movie does. Um, absorb the interesting character, make them uninteresting. Mm-hmm, Which mm-hmm. now that I'm thinking about it, every single one of them has done that since Fast Five. They set the precedent where, like, at the end, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna turn yeah. this guy face, and then we're gonna absorb him into the stable. 
Right. And and they've done it with every movie. Yeah. It's yeah. formula. They just keep doing it. Terrible. So family gets bigger. He is signed on to do uh, a, a basically a biopic yeah. about Mark Kerr. This could um, be his The Wrestler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm interested, man. I really, really hope that he he makes this a completely like uncharismatic, like dirty, um, real role. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like I, I just I want to see his blockbuster persona broken down. Yeah. I think that'd be so refreshing, and I think he has it in him. I agree with you. I think he has a he has a at least a good actor within him. Wow. I, I've seen it. I, I think he can do it. I've seen it. Uh, and I think this is a perfect vehicle for him to do that with, and could open the door <coughs> for the future. This could be the perfect launch pad for him to do quote unquote serious pictures moving forward yeah. as he ages. You know, yeah. you got to start thinking about your career long term. Yeah. And as much as I love TC, Tom Cruise, that's the guy. That's our boy. Yeah. I don't think he thinks about his career in long term. I think he thinks about what's the best for Hollywood currently. Sure. Which I commend him for. Yeah. But yeah. there's only so long he can be jumping out of planes and be known as the 50-year-old guy the who does guy. his own stunts. Yeah. Because once he gets into his 60s and he's 65, he can't be hanging out of planes. <sighs> no. There's no. only so much you can do. He's going to have to pass the torch at some point. Yeah, which I think he probably he's trying to do. But yeah. he, he's also another guy who's talented enough to do interesting movies. Um, I would see him in like a political thriller. I'd see him in anything. Yeah. I love Tom It's true. It's true. My point is he can, and he did this as a youngster back in the yeah, day. Youngster. He, uh, he can do a non-action movie. <laughs> he can do a drama. Yeah, yeah. He, he yeah. works in plenty of different roles. Yeah, he can do it. He can do it all. Yeah. And... Dwayne, oh, I don't know. I don't know if he can do it all. I'm not, I'm not going to give him that much. I wouldn't say that quite yet. You know, this this is going to be a good barometer for him to yeah. see where his talents lie truly. Yeah, but he's getting up there, man, and he's got a lot of movies. He's got a lot of movies where he's basically just playing The Rock, and you're like, at, at, at what point do we stop giving him? I think, I think he's only got a few of these left in him before people go, I'm not going to watch that movie. The Rock's in it. And I think... People kind of already started to do that. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I think we may have hit the plateau of the Rock, as as we're as we know him as a character. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So he's got to do something. He's got to change, and he knows this. It yeah, seems well, like he knows this. That's clearly. why he's doing this. Yeah. I mean, as a guy who historically was one of the big um, beneficiaries of completely changing your character in the wrestling biz yeah. him and people like um, Hulk Hogan fuck Hulk Hogan yeah. and he was able to revitalize his career by completely changing who he was sure. and being more true to himself this seems like another opportunity where he's he's gone you know the past 10-15 years as being like this smiling baby face now it's time for a heel turn Yeah, I think it's time for a heel turn he's got to start you know, the kind of shit he was talking about, Black Adam and DC is starting to make him a little unlikable. And maybe just do a dirty yeah. A24 movie oh, yeah. with fucking one of the Safety brothers. I want to see him get grimy. I want to see him be unlikable. Yeah. You know? Hey, man, you know, you got... They they did... You know, they got Adam Sandler to get a near Oscar. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
uh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. He had a new lease on his career. Mm-hmm. Who's to say? I mean, the, uh, <clears throat> the talent. <laughs> the level of talent between The Rock and Robert Pattinson. But who el- what else is to say <laughs> that The Rock can't uh, can't have a career? What's well, the thing? Like we resurgence. don't know. We don't know until we see it, right? Because I mean, I, uh, I again, I, I think like a project like The Wrestler. That's why I'm bringing it up. Is something that completely like renewed a career. You yeah, know? Yeah. I I think that The Rock. I think he is. I know this is, this is gonna be, a hot take right now. I think he is a good actor. Yeah. I think again, he's picked roles where he doesn't have to be a good actor. Mm-hmm. He's been lazy, and he's he's basically just done. He's just phoned it in, sure. in 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 a lot of the stuff, most of the stuff that he's done. But I think he's, I think he's really good in Fast Five. I think he's really weird and good in Southland Tales. I think he's great in, uh, Pain and Gain. Uh huh. Yeah. I think he's great in um, not Get Shorty, but uh, the other one, the one that he's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sequel. <laughs> yeah, I think he's great in that. I think I think he's great. I mean, The Rundown is one of my favorite movies, and I think sure. that's one where he balances the charisma, the comedic timing, and kind of putting himself in situations where like Captain Charisma can't, you know, he can't just smile his way out of it. So I think I think he's got it. I think he's it's yeah. in there. And and his voice acting in Moana is great. I sure. think he's I think he's talented. I think he's good, but he's just picked roles where he doesn't have to be good. And it's worked so far. So <clears throat> it's made money. It's made him the one of the biggest, if not the biggest, actor in Hollywood right now. So maybe his uh, his agents finally had him sit down and said, "Hey, diminishing returns. Yeah, let's shake it up a little bit." Yeah, I hope so. Still haven't seen Black Adam. Me neither. I don't have any inkling to. <laughs> I don't think zero, I'm going to. Zero interest. I can live the rest of my zero life without interest. seeing Black Adam, honestly. I didn't even know who Black Adam was. I saw one like TV movie where Black Adam was fighting Superman and Shazam, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I'm supposed to know who that is. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> That's it for the movies. Movies. That was one beer in at the movies. Mervies. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves some a beer. <laughs> a beer. Are we talking about that, or we should just move on? Move from, on. Let's move on. Let's move on. We mentioned the other topic, right? The, the Tesla. The, the Tesla. Tesla, thing. Okay. The Tesla at the top. Yeah. So let's 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 go into this. Okay. If you're an American. If you're uh, thinking about the future, if you're future. thinking about the economy, mm-hmm. if you're thinking about the environment, then you're probably thinking about electric cars. And you're probably thinking about who's at the forefront of this industry. And if you are thinking about any of those things, then you probably are well aware of a little company known as Tesla. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've been making uh, <clears throat> electric cars for a couple years now. And one of the big things that Tesla has been touting is their autopilot feature in their vehicles. Yeah. And so we fast forward to present day, and they have recalled nearly every single Tesla in America. And uh, I'll give it to you, Obi. 
Yes, according to the AP, uh, it goes as follows. Tesla is recalling nearly all vehicles sold in the US, more than 2 million, to update software and fix a defective system that's supposed to ensure drivers are paying attention when using autopilot. Documents posted Wednesday by US safety regulators say the update will increase warnings and alerts to drivers and even limit the areas where basic versions of autopilot can operate. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, so to go further, yeah, yeah. Uh, this comes after two year uh, two year investigation by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration to a series of crashes that happened while autopilot partially automated uh, driving systems was in use. Some were deadly. Uh, so yeah, uh, apparently there have been enough crashes for the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration <laughs> to look into Tesla's autopilot. And yeah, people have died. Yeah, people died. <laughs> um, and so I think that's that's really the the crux of this recall. I think what's kind of eye opening is that uh, it's nearly all of the cars. That seems like a problem. Two million vehicles in this country. Yeah, need to be need to go back to the factory. That's yeah. yeah that's that's quite an issue. It's a lot, right? Yeah, that's, I'd say that's 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 a lot. Which is extra bad for Tesla, given that this has been the week that they've been really pushing uh, the uh, Cybertruck. Yeah. So this comes like right after. Yeah. Cybertruck's <laughs> out. Yeah. And uh, listen, if you are a person who willingly gets into a vehicle that has an autopilot feature and you just in 2023, where the only really the only company has that has tested autopilot in vehicles is Tesla in this way yeah in this way for sure you get into that vehicle you turn it on and then <clears> and then you what you just you just stop paying it because that's the thing the 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 point some of this this t the technology is basically saying like you still got to be present right you yeah. still have to be paying attention you still have to you basically still have to be driving it's 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 almost like just cruise control except for you don't have to use the steering wheel you have to be aware enough to grab the wheel and hit the pedals at a moment's notice. And at that point, it's like, then why even... I mean, if you need for a second to, like, do something or, like, look at look at your phone or something sure. or, like, I don't know. I guess some part of it could be seen as safer, but I think that the negatives outweigh the positives right now. What If you yeah. can't just... If you can't safely turn this feature on and then go to sleep... Sure. I don't think that it's a feature that should be in vehicles right now. Well, it... I think... Honestly, I think it's a, mostly a branding issue. Yeah, because calling it autopilot gives it this air of like literally I can go hands off, and clearly, te like to Tesla's defense, they've been clear about what you can and cannot do right. with autopilot. It's just people that are like, oh, we're in the future now, baby. Well, look, and look what my car can do. Technically, it's called auto steer. Right. So, it's cruise control that steers for you, but it's not the car doesn't drive for you. So. Like I was saying, the I think the issue is they didn't call it something like auto assist, yeah, or you know so, something that makes it a little more clear that this is not autopilot. Right, you can't just click it on and expect you to get home. Yeah, it's safely. It's, it's not a iRobot. You don't just get no. in. No, which it, on it was, and then... mind you, it was kind of marketed as that. I remember when these things were first un unveiled and it was like, yeah, this car drives itself. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And I know that's just a lot of people like 
blowing it out of proportion and like headlines and stuff like that but that's the perception but you don't see elon or anybody from tesla jumping in and and, dodging that and, and stepping in front of that bullet i guarantee it was on purpose yeah they want people to think that's what it is yeah and then they cover their ass with a you know uh uh you have to sign on the dotted line that says if i you know take my hands off the wheel while autopilot's on you know it, it's all up to me if i get in an accident right um but yeah, knowing from, that 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 is part of the reason why people are buying these sure, vehicles. Of course, of course. <clears throat> there is a litany of issues with this. This everything that we've been talking about, also the fact that like the they're monitoring how people are using their vehicles. Right. And once I buy something, it's mine. Yeah. That is obvi- that is becoming increasingly not the case. Oh yeah. Um, BMW had that uh, yeah. thing where it's like you have to pay a subscription fee. To unlock like the sports mode of the car, right? And Ridiculous. There was, there, there was something where like a guy had bought—I can't remember if it was Tesla or if it was another car that was another company that was like this. But he bought the car, and then they locked him out of his own car because of the payments. And oh it, yeah, it was like it was a clerical issue saying that like he hadn't paid, but he had. Right. So he right. can't drive his own car because somebody on their end fucked up. Ridiculous. So they locked him out of his own car, dude. Unbelievable. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. The whole we 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 don't really have the time to get into it, but the PlayStation thing where they were like taking people's content off of their Playstations, even though they had bought the stuff. Sure, sure. And there's yeah, obviously the, the movies, the, TV shows. Yeah, yeah, and there's there's that clear thing in the waiver that you sign. Yeah, the EULA. You, even though you scroll past the EULA and you don't actually yeah. read it, it is in there that says like this content is yeah. yours. You're essentially, so as far as, you're essentially renting the content yeah. for an you know, a indiscernible amount of time until they decide to pull it from you. Yeah. Yeah. But that's bullshit. Mm. That's bullshit. I bought this thing with the money that you said it was worth for sure. buying it, not for renting it. Right. I wasn't paying a subscription fee. I bought the thing flat out for the thing you said it was yeah. worth. Give me my money back. Give though. me my money back. Yeah. yeah. Don't take my stuff and then don't give me my that's crazy. Sure. That's and, insane. And, and and that's where we're getting at with all these. And that's why I'm like, so every, every all these companies that are like, you know, uh, uh, sign up for a subscription service. Like, I don't want to do it. I'm, yeah. I'm increasingly getting to the point where I'm like, I'm not going to pay for your subscription service. Give me the thing outright. You're coming to the right side. You're seeing the light. I'm so happy for you. I just can't so wait for you. To, it, I can't wait for you to start buying 4K Blu-rays. <laughs> If they just weren't so expensive, each one oh. of them, they're, so, they're, they're expensive. What do you mean? They're, they're the same as like DVDs used to cost. Yeah, and I don't have to buy those. <laughs> yeah, but you no. But I mean, they can get, I, I won't lie, they can get up there, especially like the, obviously the Criterion Collection stuff. And I, I don't have anywhere to put them right now. I have to rearrange my life. You put them in your PlayStation, you watch them. <laughs> That's what you do. Yeah, and then after that, I have like... I have like eight Blu-rays, and they're yeah. like thrown about my room. Strewn. I just they're just they're just around. Yeah, I don't even know where yeah. to put them. I I sleep with them. They're I decoration. Put them on top of me when <laughs> I go make to bed. A jacket out of them. Yeah, it's great. It feels good. And so this Tesla thing, where they're monitoring how people are using the car, and then if you're not using it the way that they want you to use yeah. it, they're like, we're just gonna lock you There's out of the feature. Eye tracking, which is I think what I read here, one of the main things that they're updating to be more accurate because yeah, it's not as good right now and they yeah. can't really track how people are like but even that i don't want a camera staring at my eyes that's why i was so freaked out about i can't remember if it was the playstation camera or if it was xbox one of them was it was xbox because mm. xbox was like we're gonna track how you how you feel throughout the game when you're playing it yeah. and i'm like dude don't do that <laughs> just let me play the game yeah that's so weird uh-huh 
Yeah, we're gonna watch your face. Yeah, wasn't there that thing where they were saying like they could, they could tell your like heartbeat and yeah. whatnot? They wanted to. Yeah, they wanted to like your your. I don't know if they could tell your heartbeat. I don't know how they'd be able to do that without you holding. I thought it. there was rumors of them like either making a peripheral or it being built into the controller. I forget if this was PlayStation or an Xbox, but um, there was rumors about them putting in essentially like a heartbeat sensor for a, like a horror game. That would adjust like how things were procedurally generated based on your heart rate. Um, you just make the game. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't just go anywhere, obviously. But yeah, I don't know. So if, if they're trying. They're trying too hard. Yeah, it's stuff like that. That like, listen, I don't want you in my home. Yeah. <laughs> I bought the thing, and then I want to be able to enjoy the thing. Yeah. And not have to worry about anybody else. I don't want you in my home. Like the transaction's over with. All this yeah. stuff where they're like. You know, we want to see how you live your life so that we can we can create an experience for you. Yeah. Like we want no, to no, track no. you everywhere. I will create my experience. I will curate. Ask what me I want. some questions. I'll answer them for you. Yeah, and then you can curate based off right. that. Right there, you go. And yeah. if you can't, then I'll go to the next company that yeah, can. Yeah. But you yeah. don't need to be following me throughout my life. Right. To curate my experience for me. I mean, it's easy enough, like the Netflix model of thumb up, thumb down. Right. You know, like just let me. Just I let like me this. I love this. I didn't like this. Right. That's enough. Yeah. And then if if I'm complaining about your service and then you go, well, did you use the thumbs up, thumbs down feature? And I go, what's that? Then, okay, sure. Now you have an argument to be like, well, sir, you're not actually using the service the right way. How can we curate your experience? But I don't need you to be able to track the websites that I go to. And or my facial expressions. Yeah, or my <laughs> facial expressions. He was smiling at this part. I don't need all that. Oh, okay. Netflix has Minari now. Anybody who anybody who that. Anybody, what? <laughs> Netflix has Minari. <laughs> just so you guys know. Anybody who uh, I yeah, I I don't want that. Yeah. I don't, Agreed. I don't Agreed. Need that. Overstepping. Yeah. So yeah. I think that Tesla as a company is just another in a long line of companies that are overstepping. But also some of this stuff needs to I, I, I'm not trying to defend Tesla here. A lot of it's user error, error as well. Error. It's user error. User error. Yeah. Um, yeah. Clearly, clearly, some of the stuff is just people not reading their EULA or not understanding what their car actually is capable of. Yeah. And you know. And being dumb around. enough, I think. But also, I, I, do you? You have to go to a Tesla dealer. You can't just buy a oh, Tesla yeah. from a used oh, yeah. lot. Of course. So the Tesla guy should be like, listen. Autopilot is not what you've seen in the movies or on Twitter. Yeah. Auto, this is what autopilot is. And I'll take you for a test run and show you what autopilot is. But anybody who's killing people in autopilot uh, clearly doesn't know what the fuck no. is going on. Doesn't no, know what no, they're no. doing. No. no. So I don't know. Recalling every vehicle. If this was any other company, their stocks would plummet. They lost two points and were able to recover those points by the end of the day, I think. Yeah. And I just don't know what's happening anymore. I don't, just don't know. I just don't yeah. get it. Cult if, of personality. If, if Ford had to recall all of their vehicles. Well, they sell far more vehicles. So. I know. And, and the scale of that is obviously part of the conversation. But at the same time, Ford sells more vehicles because Ford has been selling vehicles for 100 years. Yeah. And right. has a proven track record of making right. decent vehicles. Yeah. Tesla shouldn't have 2 million cars on the market if they all need to be recalled. That's yeah. just the that's just the long and short of it. They yeah. should not have that many cars out there. Yeah. Yeah. I 
am afraid. <laughs> Every time I see a Tesla on the road, I'm like, oh, I'm going to let that one pass me. Uh-huh. Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, man. <laughs> I'm not going to race you, and I don't want you to. Bo- I don't want you behind me. Yeah. I want you next to me. Uh-huh. Book it. Get, yeah. Go ahead. I'll watch you from back here. I'm going to get three lanes over. Because <laughs> I don't know if you've got like, your fucking feet up and your arms crossed. Yeah. You avoid it like the log truck in Final Destination. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and more and more you read stuff like this, and more and more I'm just like, I just don't. No. I don't, yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. You know. I agree. I don't see myself buying a Tesla anytime. Yeah. Honestly. Maybe not a Tesla, but man, if you could get your hands on another one of these guys, you can't though. You can't. You cannot. And that's too bad. Yeah. And uh, uh, we'll talk about that in a second because. I have a feeling about this one. But before we do that, we got to do the cheers of the week. So, Obesius, do you have your cheers Can of the week? Can you dig it? Uh, I do. Okay, tell me. My cheers tell of the, the week. Tell the people. My cheers of the week goes to. I'm out of here. Uh, I think it may have been a former cheers of yours, but I want to do it anyway. Uh what makes this song stink? <laughs> Hell yeah. Pat Finnerty. Uh, oh. He he just released another episode. The uh, Jason Aldean one? Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, my God. It's oh. so good. So uh, the, the idea of this uh, series, this web series on YouTube, is that uh, this guy, Pat Finnerty, um, music fan and player, uh, basically reviews songs that he thinks stink. Yep. And as long and short of it. You know, I I think on face value it sounds like a real negative Nancy kind of video, but it's it's kind of not cuz he's always like kind of endearing and cheerful about it all. Yeah. It's like not mean-spirited in any way, which is I think the only reason it works. Um I mean, he's given like legit reasons, but also being like, you know, funny about it. Yeah, and, he's like and playful not being, about like, it. Mean. Yeah, exactly. There's not a um there's really not like a, a cruel spirit about it at all. It's it's all very like light spirited and and um, fun and funny. So over the past like two years at this point, he's done this series, and he took a bit of a break. And he just recently came out with a review of the Jason Aldean song that we've talked about. Uh, try that in a small town. Try that in a small town. And I just think it is like. It's one of the best episodes that he's done so far, and it's just really entertaining. And, um, yeah, I, I I think it is exactly the kind of content that, like, if I were a YouTuber, I'd want to make myself because it's it's very clearly in his character. It's very it's so much him mm-hmm. uh, while also being really well thought out, really informative and funny. Yeah. So uh, I just am. I'm endlessly impressed by what he's done. And I don't know if he has like a team <laughs> that he works with, but it seems like a, just a, you know, homebrew well, situation. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen his latest episode after his long break. Yeah. But the stuff that he was doing before, excuse me, it was just him. Yeah. And, and it, that's why they took so long. Yeah. Because it was just him doing them. And uh, shout out to Southie, the uh, singer of the podcast. Yes, yes, uh, singer yes. Singer of the theme song of the podcast, who put me onto it. And, uh, you passed it down to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it and it just was like, this guy takes a lot of care and time in, into doing these videos. It's really thoughtful and funny. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, check it out if you haven't. Start from the beginning. I, I would yes, say. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't. There's not a bad episode so far. And there's so many like in jokes and like deep cuts within yeah. within the series itself that you a lot wouldn't of callbacks. Get. Yeah. 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 So it's good. It's good. It's good. All right. My cheers of the week. Although I have just this little, little sip. This little sipper left. I think I can see the <clears throat> lactose in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my cheers is going to season one of true detective oh and yeah. just that era of watching tv like 2013 2014 2015. okay yeah yeah here here um andy had never seen true detective so wow. we're re-watching it right now oh man i could i couldn't imagine re-watching with someone who hasn't seen it yet oh it's just it's it's so much fun to watch yeah it's just so much fun to re-watch and i hadn't i hadn't watched it in a long time <clears throat> and um, going back and rewatching season one of True Detective is like going back and and rereading a book you forgot about. And you're like, this book is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like watching a movie where you're like, I haven't watched this movie in like ten years, and you're like, holy shit, this yeah. movie's so good. Yep. That that season is just banger after banger after banger. Every performance is stellar. Yeah. It is it's it's part of the reconnaissance. Oh yeah. And and for good reason, he's absolutely incredible in it. Woody Harrelson's incredible in it. Michelle Monaghan yeah. is incredible in it. Yeah. You can't there's not a bad performance in the mm-hmm. whole show. Mm-hmm. It's well written. The, the well shot. The, the, yeah, well shot. It looks it looks beautiful. Yeah. The dialogue is natural yet engaging. It's poetic. It's 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 surreal. It's not mm-hmm. these they're not like like it's funny there's there's these moments that have since become like memes of like when when times a flat circle. Yeah. yeah. McConaughey's character is going off and doing his diatribe and stuff and he's he's doing his thing and then you get Woody Harrelson's character to like snap back to reality and be like when you talk that bullshit yeah like it makes me want to punch and it's uh-huh. like it snaps back into yeah, yeah. reality it's, where like it's x-files yeah exactly yeah. and and it's and it's a it's a perfect one-two punch of like this person just said something really interesting or compelling or weird or or thought-provoking and then the other person is like all right well we're living in the real world and then and then yeah. it like wakes you up from the dream mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're like these this is a perfect combination of, yeah. of, of yeah. personalities and of, of archetypes it's a fantastic piece of television, <clears throat> and it just made me nostalgic for that era of watching TV shows when shit used to just be really. You didn't have. And I just. I'm just gonna sound like old man yelling at cloud, but you didn't have <laughs> Apple TV, Paramount sure, Plus, sure. Peacock, Netflix, Amazon. You didn't have all of these. Mm-hmm. You had like a handful. Yeah. Just and enough. then you still had shows on, like, this was an HBO show, and it was our HBO show. Yeah, you had to tune you know? in for it. You had to. Yeah. And and I think it's, like, the last of a dying breed of shows that, like, this was a big-budget, highly-produced mo- uh, TV show that looked like a movie. Now they just shit them out, and you can't even keep up with all of them. Yeah. And you go on, like, we were talking about the diversity, or the, the versatility, rather, of, of Amazon Plus, and all of the <clears throat> stuff that's on Prime Video. Yeah can't keep up with it and bezos is throwing fucking millions of dollars at these movies and i can't keep up with any of them then you watch them and you're like if it's not called fleabag then it's like it's okay (laughs) yeah but this show and every other hbo show for Mm -hmm. the most part is just a well thought out like the producers of hbo shows and movies understand that they're making hbo content sure 
I think that that's the highest praise that I can give them. Yeah. Is like they oh, understand yeah. their reputation as the originators of prestige TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, it's probably the last time a TV show, for me anyway, was so compelling, so thought-provoking, and so like I needed to yeah. see the next episode. Yeah. Uh, have you seen season three? I haven't. So now we're moving through all of them. So I was thinking we'll skip two, do yeah, three, yeah, then yeah, go yeah, back yeah. to two. Once I've, I want to see it. I want to watch it. I know. I watched the first episode. And I, I was never, like, I never finished it. To be honest with you, it's that bad. I mean, I won't even call it bad. It's just not engaging in the way that the first one was. Like I feel like they got, they had too much going on at once yeah. towards the beginning, and it, none of it was as engaging as the first season. And I think, you know, may, maybe do that actually. Go go to season three first. Watch that one because I, I think season three is, I mean, maybe just one step below season one. Yeah. It's excellent TV. Yeah. Um, and you get to see Frost from Blade. Oh, come on. He's so good. Love He's it. so good in it. Steven Dorff is awesome. Man. Yeah, Steven Dorff is incredible in that show. And and obviously Mahershala. Mahershala yeah. Oh, Blade. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Blade and Frost. <laughs> oh, is. my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I uh, can't recommend. I think it's right up your alley. Right. Uh, but, yeah, maybe maybe do that. And maybe season two won't feel as bad after Or season. unless it'd be like a, like a bookend or like an epilogue to two really sure. good uh, um, series sure, of TV. Sure. I really enjoyed it. So, yeah. Right. Agree with you, my friend. I see that we both really enjoyed uh, 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 True Detective. I know that because we were we were actually watching it at the same time and yeah. talking about it each uh-huh. week uh-huh. Uh, when it first came out. So I know that for sure. Yeah. But what I don't know and what I need to know and what the people need to uh-huh. know is how you felt about this beer, this brewski. Beer! So, Obi, tell the people what you thought of the Lost Barrels Volume 1 slice. Uh, unfortunately, loved it. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately for you, uh, not you, 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 y'all, y'all. Uh, I thought it was excellent. Uh, I'm not. Again, you're the stout fella. I'm not. I'm. I'm not the stout fella here. Stout fella. (laughs) But I think what brings this to my heart is that uh, bourbon barrel. Because I am a bourbon boy, bourbon. I do enjoy a bourbon, That's and bourbon. Uh, you get you get a bit of that in in this beer. Um, I think you know. Obviously, I can't tell the difference between when it first came out and now. But as far as how it's aged right now, I think it it tastes great. Um, it's very sweet, very decadent. <laughs> so you have to be expecting that if you're drinking this this guy. Um, that being said, I think the only qualm I have about it, other than it having lactose in it, but I can't hold that against it, um, <laughs> is that it is a, just a hair too sweet for me. It brings it back mm. with the bourbon barrel flavor. Um, and for that reason, I'm going to give it a 5.5. Mm. <laughs> Delicious. If, you, if you're looking for like a, uh, a dessert beer, could go much wronger than could go much wronger than this guy could here. Could go much wronger. Yeah. And I think it's a it's a good tribute to what uh, we've lost with Red Cypress. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna have to do the seam route there, buddy. And give this a five and a half also. You know you 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 magnanimous. Magnanimous. A magnanimous five and a half. Yeah. 
I mean, an Imperial Milk Stout, you kind of assume that it's going to be super sweet. Sure. So I will say that I, I do agree, though, that, like, it may be a little, it may be a little too sweet, too sweet. And I think that that's part of a, that's in the, that's the gift and the curse of Imperial Stouts. I couldn't, for the life of me, have finished this bottle by myself. No. This is not, Mm-mm. this is not a, you know, just sit around drinking kind of, I mean, unless you, you know, you have, you need to talk to somebody. <laughs> but <laughs> if you're just drinking beer, this is, this is a shareable thing. And, oh, and, yeah. And. If you know this is one of those things where, like, uh, you get a couple of people and you you, you bring you bring this to like a bottle share and you say yeah hey, oh this. yeah and oh, everybody yeah. like gets all the notes mm-hmm. and the flavors and uh, because it's a really well done beer sure um the 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 German German chocolate German chocolateness yeah rather if you will of this comes through super sweet co- cocoa chocolatey notes mm-hmm. um. Slight bitterness. Yeah. Uh, the like you said, the bourbon barrel, the booziness yeah. comes through. I yeah. mean, everything yeah. you're, you're getting a wild mix of, of all this stuff that like just perfectly yeah. um, works well together. Agreed. Yeah, five and a half. Okay. Five and a half. So, if you find yourself somewhere where there's a bottle share or somebody has vintage bottles and cans and things like that and you stumble upon anything from red cypress really <laughs> yeah grab but it this in particular definitely yeah stash that yeah stash yeah, that yeah yeah as we did two years ago yeah all right you think we got it i know we got it well the Volby says we got it then that's it sorry guys this has been the one beer in podcast from myself marco duco for adam obesius rodriguez r.i.p red cypress brewing thank you guys for listening drink delicious beer and have yourself a beautiful evening we love you